Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Truth Light. And our show is The Light of Truth, where we we try to shine the light on some things that maybe you don't look at on a daily basis, uh, maybe some things people don't like to look at, and just sometimes you uh, haven't thought of. So uh, today, we're going to be talking about the mass enlightenment that's taking place on our planet. And so uh, I think this is going to be a nice, uplifting show. That is my hope, always my hope. And uh, I thank you for joining us. So today I am coming from you, <laughs> coming to you from Flagstaff, Arizona, up high in the mountains, about seven thousand feet, and uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful crisp morning. For some reason, the beagle is in the background. Our I call these uh, my dogs our cosmic canine crew, and uh, the beagle from our little crew is. I don't know, in rare beagle form today. So you may be hearing some some noise in the background, and that would be Mr. Dow showing us that he is wanting to go play and throw the ball. So I apologize for the background noise, and uh, we will just get on with our show already. So today we're going to be talking about the massive enlightenment that is happening, and it's... Uh, really kind of a, it's an interesting process that is occurring because no matter what you do, it seems to be happening, which is uh, something different than I've experienced in my life, at least. And uh, we, uh, we have to look at people from the perspective that they're coming from. You know, so when we look at this massive enlightenment, we can't look at it, well, we can, but it doesn't benefit anybody to look at it from our own perspective only. Because what's happening is people are coming from wherever they were in life. And uh, I'm very sorry. We're having a rare day here at the farm not really a farm, but we have so many animals, I think I think it is sometimes. So when we're looking at people in their enlightenment, we have to look at where they're coming from and where they're going to. So, you know, when I talk about mass enlightenment, it doesn't mean everybody's going to be hitting the same place at the same time. It's more about people beginning to literally see the light. Now, for some people, this is very helpful and beneficial, and for some people, this is a little difficult. It makes it difficult for them to handle life. Um, it's a different perspective, a different energy than they're used to, and and it sometimes can create friction or irritation within their energy, and they maybe don't behave in the most uh, enlightened manner. <laughs> so when we look at this mass enlightenment, it's interesting to see how it affects people. Now, you know, I've been doing this work for a very long time, and uh, way before there was this mass enlightenment taking place, and uh, <clears throat> it was not always accepted. Sorry, we're up and down the stairs today. This is, uh, there's clearly something going on in the uh, atmosphere, <laughs> because the doggies have had me up and down all night long. It's very interesting. You can watch the dogs and their barometer for what's happening in the world so the out of breath is the stairs. Okay, so moving right along, this enlightenment that is occurring is something very different. Now it's it seems to be accepted to do the work that I do, where before I was actually uh, called like the devil, you know. <laughs> Psychic stuff was of the devil. And uh, so 
with this shift that's happening, you know, sometimes it helps to look at what really occurred in the whole 2012 thing. I know because people feel like there was supposed to be all of these big fireworks, you know, all of these big traumatic things that happened, and they didn't, they think nothing happened. But in reality, what was occurring with the whole 2012 shift was an energetic shift. It wasn't a physical, and because we're so locked into that physicality, we forget to see sometimes what's happening energetically. So if you look back at life and how it's shifted since the uh, shift from 2012 to 2013, you know, and and even just into uh, that next equinox phase, uh, there, there's been some really big, big shifts. And uh, I think it was June was, I'm horrible with the dates of the equinoxes, pretty sure it was June where there was um, there was a shift. So if you look at your life and see what's been occurring in the past, you know, six months or what have you, you're going to see typically that there's been something different, but maybe you can't put your finger on it. And that is, that's something that perhaps you're having a hard time putting your finger on is this massive enlightenment because it's occurring in everybody's life. Everybody. You don't have to believe in something to make it true. So you don't have to believe that there was a shift. You don't have to believe there's this big, massive enlightenment going on for it to actually be occurring, and even occurring in your own life. You know, I I work with a lot of different people who uh, don't necessarily like to look at this kind of thing, you know, people in my life who don't do the spiritual thing or you know they don't they don't believe in any of that um and even them they're having shifts and changes and they're beginning to see the light and you know and some are embracing it and some are are sort of rebelling against it and but either way they're seeing it and either way the changes are taking place in their life whether they want to attribute it to these shifts and changes or not so when we talk about this massive enlightenment that's happening, we have to look at it across the board. If you look at it, um, when we look at the, the different news stories that are out there, and I'm not talking just the, the local, let's keep your minds busy so you don't think about anything important kind of news stories, but things like Egypt. I don't know if you all are up to date with what's been going on in Egypt, but wow, are they making some changes. Good, bad, otherwise, I don't know, because I'm not in Egypt and, and I don't know their politics but but they have some of the largest protests going on that have ever gone on in history so what's happening to create all this change now you know greece has had some big upheavals all these different places even the u.s for you know at least a while with the election and everything we had a lot of different uh people coming out and the occupy wall streets and the tea parties and the whatever. Now, I'm not commenting on what I think about those, whether they accomplished anything or not, but the fact that people are taking some kind of action is a shift. The fact that people are willing to stand up and say, this is something I believe in, this is something I'm I'm going to stand up for, that's a shift because for the longest time, people weren't doing that. If you look back, there really hasn't been a big movement since like the 60s, you know. So this this shift, this enlightenment that's taking place is definitely moving through the masses. We're just all reacting to it differently. You know, and if if you look about and you start talking to people and the, the whole acceptance of UFOs and off off-world beings, um, being real and coming and visiting Earth and working with us. or All of that is beginning to become much more mainstream. We've even got, uh, I even saw video of one of the, the people in government really presenting uh, things on, on off-world beings and our government working with them for different things. And, you know, and uh, we've got how many TV shows about paranormal stuff, about ghosts, about 
psychics, about mediums, about all of this stuff would have been taboo not 20 years ago, 10 years ago maybe, you know? It's all just beginning to sort of float to the top. And whatever your opinion may be of those things doesn't really matter. The fact is that this shows us that people are beginning to see the light. They're beginning to see there's something more to this experience we're having here on Earth than we talked about before. We also see much more of a uh, a cosmic consciousness coming about, people standing up for wanting compassion and love and harmony. We see many more people uh, quoting Dalai Lama and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Dalai Lama <laughs> and different uh, different loving harmonic quotes than, you know, before it used to be all sort of uh, quoting the business gurus and that kind of thing. And now the spiritual gurus and the the end of of people who, or that that group of people who are here to sort of enlighten, pass the light along to, guide people into the light, that energy is really getting out there more and more. And there are more and more people, you know, Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra and a lot of these people who came out um, really have bridged the gap between the mainstream and the already sort of in that enlightened energy right so we're now we're having more and more people who are very well respected sort of walking people across that illusionary bridge letting them know it's safe look i'm normal and i talk about this stuff you know so you can listen to it too you can talk about it too and you know uh, i kind of look at wayne dyer and deepak chopra and i'm sure i'll probably catch holy heck for this but they're kind of uh the sesame street of the uh of the spiritual path you know and you know i don't say that in a in a bad way i for me sesame street was a big deal when i was a kid you know it bridges you from that i'm i'm just here experiencing life to oh i'm going to learn my abc's and begin to understand how to learn things in a scholastic manner or something you know so Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and, and, you know, there are just a whole bunch of others, but we could just, the list is way too long. Um, They really have done an awful lot to bring about this mass enlightenment. And so realizing that, you know, 15, 20 years ago, nobody was quoting these people. Very few people were quoting these people. They were still big, but not like it's gotten to be today. And so I think it's important to look around and see the different lifestyles and the different states of consciousness that are picking up books by these people or, you know, are having um, having talks with people that maybe they wouldn't have had 20 years ago. You know, people who are on Facebook and reposting the loving sayings and the, the positive sort of... Um, thoughts for the day with the pretty pictures and you know there's more and more of that all the time and I think it's important to really you know we talk a lot about how the world is going to hell in a handbasket as my grandmother would say and you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions and all of this because we do talk about that kind of stuff to bring awareness to it sometimes but I wanted to bring awareness to this mass enlightenment that's happening because that's very important to talk about the things that are occurring that are moving in a direction that is for everybody's greatest good. So this massive enlightenment, what it creates is this momentum of energy so that the things that used to get us riled up as a culture, the things that used to begin to divide and conquer with when it, in regards to man – these things are no longer um, having the effect they used to have. So while there is still division and there is still that element of um, agitation between boundaries, whatever those boundaries might be, or borders, um, we, we still are making a lot of progress. Fewer and fewer of us are really looking at those boundaries anymore and and seeing them as dividing lines. You know, when I look at the people of Egypt, I don't see an us and them. 
I mean, on one hand, I do because I'm not there experiencing it. On the other hand, those are fellow human beings that are standing up going, you know what, this is what we believe in. There are more of us than there are of you, government, and we're saying this is what we believe in and this is how we want to be represented and this is how we want our country to run. And and they're making change, whatever that change ends up being, because we don't know. It's midstream right now. But but they're standing up and they're doing it. And, you know, those are fellow human beings on our planet. They are not that far away. If we can look at the different things happening in the world that are creating the change for the better, that are people standing together, creating a momentum of energy, we can see how this is done. And we can see how... If we're careful about who we align ourselves with, in other words, uh, where it used to be that we had to be careful who we aligned ourselves with because of politics or because of um, just you know where they were headed in life, the choices they made, it's still similar but on a whole different level now. We want to align ourselves with those who are headed in a direction we would like to be headed in because what's happening is there's this momentum of energies being built on every different level, everything is amping up. Because of the shift that we made, and that takes us back to the shift that we made in 2012, you know, from 2012 to 2013, we moved to a more energetic state of being, so the boundaries of this third-dimensional Earth no longer restrict us the way they used to. Time and space are mattering less. Dividing lines are mattering less because we're working on an energetic level, not a physicality sort of level. And so as we begin to release our connection to the limitations of the third dimensional world, we're able to align ourselves with so many more people who are working on the same level that we are or that we would like to be. So really getting to know, that's where that, you know, right now that know thyself is huge, 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 huge. You need to uh, to really get a handle on what direction is it you would like to move because what's happening now is your thoughts have always been things, okay? But now we're removing the physicality that was limiting you. So although the physical is still here, we can still enjoy it, it's not limiting us like it used to. And so we've, we've sort of moved up in dimensions, actually, without even realizing it, and so our little pea brains are still stuck with the physical world as their illusionary reality when it's not really reality, but we might as well enjoy it while we're here. So as we're deciding where we would like to align, that's being decided for us by our thoughts, the action, the follow-through. This morning in my meditation, what I kept hearing was follow-through, follow-through, follow-through. And so it's the things that we follow through on that we are creating the momentum for in our lives. So if we say, I want to do this or I want to do that, but we don't actually follow through on it, and we say, you know, I I eat junk food and I want to get healthier, but the follow-through is on the end of the eating the junk food and not the getting healthier, that momentum is building. And it just keeps rolling harder and faster in whatever direction we're thinking about and following through with because right now energy is our physicality if that makes any sense the energy is the forward motion the propulsion and so what are we actually putting into practice that's where we're going to just fly forward without even realizing it now people who are kind of getting it it was a quick switch none of us really knew what to expect and and here we are right so some of us kind of tuned into what was happening and, and were using it in a manner that seems to be very effective. It's a science experiment for all of us. But shifting things to that manner of no longer being caught up in the third dimensional limitations and remembering that it's the follow-through of the energy that makes a difference. You know, you can think about hitting a ball with a tennis racket all day long, but if you don't follow through with your arm, that ball's not going anywhere. So, 
this mass enlightenment that's taking place is happening in in one sense because people don't even understand that there's anything happening. And so they're just shifting into this whole different way of doing things without even knowing it. And then there are people who are just hitting the wall and hitting the wall and hitting the wall because they're not getting that there's been a change. And they're really hitting that point where they're they're just so tired of hitting the wall that they'll open up to anything. We have people come into the center in Sedona, um, Sacred Light of Sedona, by the way, sacredlightofsedona.com if you'd like to check out uh, where I work through and if you're going to be in town, you know, stop by and say hello. Um, <clears throat> but we have people come into this, to the center that literally will come in like deer in headlights and they say, you know what, I have no idea why I'm here. I just I just had to come in. Do you know why I'm here? You know, I mean, we have to that extreme and then we have people who have never experienced anything like this before. They've never had a, a reading. They've never anything, but they're so tired of hitting that wall that they will they know what they've been doing doesn't work and so they have to try something new and so they're kind of in this desperation state and they come to us and it's just kind of you know well I never would have done this before but I you know they've just they're sick of hitting the wall and so they'll open up to it so there is this massive enlightenment coming about and uh, I I really want to give credit to people for opening up this i really want all of you to understand what a big deal it is that if you're somebody who is opening up just beginning to see the light um, or if you're somebody who works with other people who are doing the same thing if you're a light worker if you're a healer whatever it is that you might be understanding that every person who has sort of cracked the door open to let that light in is one more person who's going to tip the scales for things going in a manner that is beneficial to all of us. And so we really need to encourage these people. And if you're one of those people, I really want to encourage you to continue moving forward. When I do life coaching, I work with people who are stepping out of the religion framework, you know, where it's a fear-based kind of thing or a very limited, our way is right, their way is wrong, um, even if it's stated in a way of we love all our brothers, but this is the right path, you know. Um, the people who are beginning to open up and step out of that, you know, it's very important for us as light workers to understand that we don't necessarily want to say, you know, yes, that that you've dedicated your entire life for, you know, to that was that was wrong, because then we're just being another religion. So when I work with people, this just my personal opinion anyway, when I work with people uh, and they're from a religious background, I try very hard not to really knock the religion that they have been their whole life or that they have clung to as a safety blanket. I try to just shift the perspective so they see that there is light all around, not only in that church, and allow them to open up to the fact that there are just bunches of things they can experience that are beautiful and light and harmonious and full of love and they become enlightened in the light they're enlightened we light that well we we rediscover and reignite that light that they've always been it's not that it's not ignited but sometimes we really cover that light up because we're afraid of it so this enlightening process is people uncovering their light it's not like it's not like something is lighting a spark within them. If they're alive and breathing, if you're alive and breathing, that spark is already there. So we're not reigniting anything. We're helping them to rediscover this beautiful light they are. And that is the state of enlightenment. So I do want to also encourage people to uh, you know, call in with questions or comments. I know this is an interesting subject. It's kind of all over the place uh, because there are so many different avenues that we could talk about, you know. But uh, I'd love to hear your questions or comments if you'd like to call in. And if you're listening on the archives, please feel free to message me here. Email me here on Blog Talk. You can just click on message and send me a little something, something. And uh, also go ahead and follow me or follow me on Facebook. The link is there. And uh, let me know what you're thinking about all the different topics we're doing Um you know, I'm always open to new topic ideas. So getting back to the state of enlightenment, what we're seeing also is, and we talk about the subject 
often, but you have to because it's a major part of what's happening, the kids that are coming through are coming through more enlightened than most of the adults ever were. So the kids are coming through and they're sort of forcing this enlightenment of the adults because if they don't allow this light to come in, if they don't begin to allow this new understanding, they are never going to have a clear relationship with their children or their grandchildren or their nieces and nephews, whatever it may be. If they're teachers, they're not going to understand their students. This enlightenment has to take place because it is taking place in the world around us. So when we look at the kids coming through, in a lot of cases, that's what sparks the people coming in to uh, see people like me. You know, I've got this kid and nobody knows what to do with them and, you know, I just, I'm just at my wit's end and can you please do a reading and help me understand, you know. And so we do a reading and we find out, well, the kid is just very, very enlightened and, you know, we need to catch the parent up because otherwise they can't even begin to communicate or work with their child, you know. And so it's an interesting thing because the people who have not opened up to this enlightenment are sort of having their hand forced. And if you are somebody who is enlightened, has been on that path for a while, or is a light worker or a healer, whatever it may be, um, I'm sure that you have seen this and you are seeing this in people in your life. And so it's important for us who have already been walking this path to really have some patience and compassion for those who are finally coming around to it. It's, it's easy to get caught up in the pride and the ego. You know, when somebody has maybe given you a whole lot of crap for what you do or what you believe, and now suddenly they're coming around and saying the things to you that you said maybe 15, 20 years ago as if it's brand new and you're just like, I've been saying that the whole time, you know, but, but that's us being in our ego. And so we really want to stay out of that if we would like to continue the path of enlightenment, right, because the pride and the ego being out of balance not so great for our for forward movement. So as we have these people come to us, Rather than being kind of in that I told you so energy, we need to become more compassionate and joyful that they're finally finding the way. Allow them to have that moment. You know, if we find that we need to take that moment from them and make it about us, then we need to stop and look at what more work we need to do. If we can allow them to come to us with the information that we've been telling them all the way along and they've been giving us a hard time for if we can't be joyful with them about this for the moment that they're in, then we need to look at what's happening within ourselves. You know, um, I know that this is something that's taking place. A lot of people who were very Christian-oriented, who were very caught in their religious boxes, whether it be Christianity or anything else, the people who were very caught up in those boxes are beginning to kind of shake their roots loose a little bit. And though they may not want to shift what they believe and they do, they are becoming more and more accepting of what other people are doing that's working for them. You know, because in the past, for the most part, when people wanted to be accepted for the different things they were doing, it wasn't always something beneficial. And it still isn't always something beneficial, but for the most part, people who are stepping out of these boxes are still walking in the light. They're just creating a much bigger perspective. They don't have the walls of that church or the walls of that religion or the walls of those concepts uh, creating the blocks on their view anymore. They're no longer in those blinders. They've taken those blinders off and they're allowing themselves to see what's really out there and embrace the things that feel good to them. So as people who are awakening, it's important for us to align with that, sort of taking the blinders off and seeing all the new and wonderful things that have, that have been sort of percolating around the world and around the universes and, and all of that, and allow those things to enter our lives and see how we feel about them because all we're doing is gathering new and pretty things, you know, new and pretty tools of handling life or experiencing the world, 
new and pretty manners of understanding other people from different places, you know, and and uh, it's interesting. Yoga is one thing that a lot of people are opening up to that maybe they wouldn't have in the past, and it's kind of neat because now we even have like a lot of yoga for kids and people who never would have had anything to do with that are beginning to go to yoga class every week, you know, and yoga is is definitely one of those things that is allowing this mass transit to take place because it's a it's a gateway. <laughs> it's a gateway from from very, very, very normal to allowing yourself to be open to some other ideas, to energy centers in your body, to understanding that energy sort of has an effect on your body, to understanding that your thoughts and your actions create a certain energy in your life and it affects your body. And so as people tune into these different things, meditation, yoga, even just natural, more natural manners of eating, that kind of thing, all of this is part of this mass exodus, which is exactly what's happening from this very uh, confined space that we've been in as a culture on earth, just the whole earthbound culture. Um, it's, we're, we're seeing a big exodus from that confined state. So many of us, and this, so many of us are, are kind of kicking down the doors and moving forward and forget what mom and grandma and grandpa said, you know, we're going to move forward with what we know to be true. And it's not that we're forgetting what we've been taught or dishonoring what we've been taught. It's that we're understanding that that was a limited point of view and we're taking from that the beauty and the wonder. Because just because you walk away from something or move forward doesn't mean that you're disregarding everything that was taking place, that you were taught, that you, you know, all of those different things that were shared with you, you're still keeping that and moving forward and adding to it. So as we move forward, as we make these shifts into things like meditation, yoga, different forms of eating, this is the massive enlightenment in action. So when you see people talk about, I think I want to try gluten-free food, that's huge. When you see people talk about, you know what, I just don't think I want to eat meat anymore. You know, I don't like the way they treat the animals or there's so much chemicals and funkiness going on with it. I think I'm just going to move away from that. That is enlightenment in process. It's little steps, many, many, many little steps leading to one massive change. And so honoring every little step that we hear about, just a little bit in the back of your head, just woohoo, score for enlightenment, all right. <laughs> It helps to add to that energy, you know, because every time somebody takes a step, every time somebody says, you know, I think I'm I'm going to go try to uh, learn about chakras or I'm going to go take a class on massage or I'm going to, whatever it might be, letting that energy just sort of flow with them, just, wow, that's awesome, good for you. It's another little bit of gas for the momentum of mass enlightenment. And so... This is happening. It's happening all around us. And it doesn't have to take place in a sense of everybody getting up and leaving the churches and leaving behind everything that they were ever taught. That's not what it has to be. And that's not what it will be because gradual change is permanent change and we are making a lot of gradual changes along the way around the globe. People are awakening around the globe. You know, a lot of a lot of things are happening where missionaries and businesses and whatnot are, are going and helping people in third world countries thinking that they're going and they're going to save the day, you know. And they get there and they have these profound experiences, profound about, you know, well, I had these concepts of life was going to be so horrible there and maybe in their concept it was, but that there was still beauty, there was still love, there was still joy, there was, you know, people may be, you know, passing in the street from starvation, but there are still people there with love in their eyes. There are still people there being kind to animals and being kind to each other. And, you know, and so it's this profound experience for the people who thought they were going in to save the day, when in fact, in more cases than not, they're becoming saved by the people they're going to help. This is enlightenment in action. 
all of these little shifts, all of these little changes. What happens in your day-to-day life here and there that brings you to a new state of enlightenment? And again, enlightenment is allowing that light within you to shine, taking away the things that have been sort of covering it up and hiding your light. So as we move past these things that have been confining us, we are becoming enlightened. It's not always that we, we achieve Christ consciousness and above. It may just be that we decide to stop eating cheeseburgers because of the horrible way they treat the animals and we don't want to put the, the chemicals and the bad vibes and everything from, from death into our body and have that now be in our vibration. It can be minor things. It can be, you know what, I think I want to go take a yoga class. I think I want to go learn to ride horses. I think whatever it is, I want to bring more joy into my life. As we bring more joy and and harmony and bliss into our life, we are choosing the side of enlightenment because all of those things allow our light to shine a little more brightly. So this massive enlightenment that's taking place is taking place across the board all around the world. And you can tap into that and you can move with that. It's got this momentum going right now that is just massive. I've never seen anything like it in my 48 years here on this planet. It is massive. People are making big decisions. They're deciding to go protest against things they don't believe in. They're... um, they're posting things, they're writing things, they're outflowing, there are all kinds of things going on that are the side of enlightenment. So we do have somebody who would like to go ahead and speak, so I'm going to pull you over. I have, I think it's Cat Brady 53. So, uh, hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. It's a busy morning here on the mountain. <laughs> What's going on? Huh? Sorry? I said, What's going on on the mountain? You know, I just have a whole lot of dogs here who are a little out of hand this morning. So <laughs> I'm hoping it's not creating a whole lot of chaos on the other end. So I have I have a beagle who likes to run up and down the stairs and throw the ball and whatnot. So Aww. anyway, so so how are you this morning and, and what can we uh, share with you? Um, are you doing reading? I can be. Okay. So what would you what in particular would you like a reading on? Um spiritual awakening. Okay. All right. And um let me just get one little I just need to connect with your energy a little bit. So let me just like where are you calling from or what is your first name or just something where I can really kind of connect with your energy a little bit. Okay, it's Kathy from Maryland. Okay, awesome. All right. So the first thing that I'm sensing is, okay, so wow. So the first thing that I'm picking up is there's a lot of stuff going on with people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels as if, it feels like it could go either way. It feels like there's a sense of somebody or people around you, um, either you're moving forward and other people are like, well, what's going on with all this change? Or the people around you are moving forward and you're like, why am I being left behind? It's kind of that. I'm sorry, you're breaking up really bad. So does that fit for you? The first one. Okay. Okay. So this... The first one? Yeah. Okay. So this shift, there's shifts taking place, and it feels like what I'm seeing is like popcorn when you make it on the stove, right? How... Like all the kernels are popping and there are some that are like, why aren't we popping? Everybody else is popping. (laughs) And so it it feels like that's kind of the vibe that's going on. And your angels, what I do is I communicate with angels. I'm an angel communicator. And so your angels are telling me that to rest assured, your time is coming to pop. What you need to do is align yourself with that energy that is moving forward and just allow yourself to continue following through with things and know that that it's they just keep showing me that pot of popcorn you know it's inevitable that the kernels are going to pop as long as you know you don't decide to go well screw you I'm walking away and I'm not going to pop you know as long as you just continue doing what you want to do it feels like you know what you want to do yeah I do 
Okay. So uh, part of what we're talking about today is that follow-through because you, you align yourself with the energy of people who are moving forward, and then you just continue the follow-through and the understanding that you can't help but pop. It's going to happen. It's just the follow-through and allowing the timing. Everybody's timing is different. You know, the all of the things have to synchronize for it to be right. And so if you just have faith and let go of it and just go, you know what, I'm just going to continue doing what feels right, and I'm just going to continue moving forward and aligning with people who are moving forward, and I'm going to know whatever outcome is meant to be will be, you will be amazed at how just one day, you know, it may be within a week that everything just, boom, turns around. And mm-hmm. there it is. Like, it feels like just just keep going. You're almost there. You're almost okay. there. I've been working yeah. on it for a while, so. Yeah, and it's, you know, it has to just take the time that it's going to take to manifest, but you just keep doing your part, and you are definitely moving in the right direction. Okay. All right. So um, what I am feeling is there's a little bit of doubt there. Right. Sometimes remove the doubt. Get to the source of what's going on with the doubt. And is it legitimate? Do you need to shift anything to remove that? Or is it just because you haven't seen the results yet? You know? So if there's no reason for that doubt, just sort of every time you begin to feel doubt or fear, take another few steps forward. Use that as a signal that it's time to take some more action. Okay. Okay. It Makes feels really good. It feels <laughs> really good. So, well, good. so can I ask I what is it that you work on? Are you willing to share I'll, with us what what you're doing? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um healing. Okay. Like Reiki and Oh nice, um, okay. And quantum angel healing. Nice. There's you know that market is and that's that market is booming. And it's because of this mass enlightenment that we're talking about today. You know, right. so it really is definitely a good, oh, I have chills all over. I think you're spot on with whatever you're doing because I'm chills head to toe. So um, <laughs> you uh, you definitely have something going on with whatever your plans are. So are you working with a team or on your own? Well, right now I'm working with, um, I do the Reiki share once a month. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to branch out on my own um, right. soon. What know. I'm kind of seeing is like a center with other healers so that all the uh, responsibility is not on you. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if you've considered that or not, but you may want to consider that as maybe another step forward, you know, and that helps yeah. you bring clientele in and it helps you learn a little bit more and, and it just begins to build that confidence and that forward motion again you're you're aligning yourself with that momentum that's moving forward so i'm kind of seeing that as possibly something that you haven't looked at before and uh and it would you know just just make sure that it's something that feels good to you yeah well i'd I'd have to find somebody that would want to partner with me well it's out there Uh uh-huh you know just just saying, that's the feeling I'm getting is that it's out there. Okay. So it may be like a co-op kind of thing or a center where you go and just rent one of their rooms or something. But uh-huh. uh, it's sort of aligning yourself with other people that are moving in a similar direction. And that uh, feels really good as as another step towards where you want to go, you know. Okay. So. okay. Awesome. Anything else or are you good with that? Um, can you read my bird? <laughs> Can I? You know what? Oh my God! I wish I was a pet intuitive. Oh my God! You know, I would love to do that. I don't understand what the difference is. Why I can read people and not so much pets? I can sometimes, but but I've seen some pet intuitives that are just mind blowing, and I just mm-hmm. think you know that's that's not me. But man, I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't even attempt to read your bird because I'm I'm woman enough to uh, admit when it's not something I'm good at. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Well, how about this? I'll, do you? When do you see me retire? I'm sorry, you're breaking up again. When do I see when what? Retirement coming and doing something else. Retirement. Um. Let's see. Okay. Well, first, 
message that I'm getting from your angels is they're laughing. <laughs> and so I take it you're not the kind of person who will ever actually retire. I see maybe a shift. But right. retirement to you just means being allowed to work at what you would like to work at instead of what you have to work at, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. correct. So I'm seeing, and I know it sounds like a long time, but they're talking about the whole process. I'm seeing a process of about seven years, six to seven mm. years. And, um, mm. well, but it's that process of shift. And, like, within six or seven years, you're really in that groove. Um, so can I ask how old are you? Because you don't sound old enough to even be thinking about retirement. Oh, yeah, I'll be 60 this year. Oh, okay, so you're still young. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like you're 90 and I'm saying the next seven years, because it, really, it feels really strong that, that within the next six or seven years you will have made that bridge, that journey across the bridge to, you know, from what you're doing now to what you'd like to be doing. And retirement just doesn't even feel like a thing because because it's just shifting what you don't want to be doing for what you do. Right. So right. that's what I'm feeling is the whole process will take about seven years, but you're going to be in the middle of the process, so you'll realize that you are making changes and moving forward during it. So it's not going to be like, oh, my God, I have to sit here doing nothing for seven years. That's not it. You're Thank God. Enjoying the seven, yeah, you're going to be enjoying those seven years, moving through the process, and feeling yeah. frustrated and irritated and, and like, what the heck, you know? But understand that you're moving through the process, so it's a good thing. Okay. You know? so, mm-hmm. And then I see you being around to do a whole lot of work for a long time. So even once you do make that shift, you still have a good number of years that you're actually doing stuff to be of service and to outflow and really just enjoy your journey here. I'll be so. I'll be holding my cane. <laughs> well, you know what? If you do Reiki well enough, you won't need that cane, will you? <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling in. Okay. I'm going to stay on and listen to you. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so, well, that's fabulous. I love when people call in. It's so much nicer to have a little interaction. Um, So in regards to, we're going to do our our meditation today. You know, every day I try to do a little bit of a meditation to get you guys started for the day and centered and feeling good. So we're going to start our meditation in just a few minutes. Um, I do want to just sort of recap what we're talking about with uh, with this massive enlightenment we want to understand that what's happening is a process, just like we were just talking about. It's that process of enlightenment. So it's little steps by little steps. And we want to, um, as light workers, as people who are kind of maybe a little further along the enlightenment path, we want to understand that every time somebody makes a move where they're breaking out of the confines that they were in, where they're allowing their own light to shine a little bit brighter, we want to lend some energy of encouragement to that because it's in our own best interest. I mean, it's great to be of service. It's great to make other people happy and be loving and harmonious. And and what I've found is I find so much joy in that that it, it's a win-win for everybody because as I am encouraging other people, I feel that energy. I experience that, wow, there's, you know, for this mass consciousness, there's one more person sort of letting go of the old ties that no longer serve us. And so it's a truly wonderful experience to lend energy to somebody moving forward and letting go of that old stuff. And then what happens? It makes it easier for us to let go of our old stuff and move forward. And it just creates this beautiful back and forth motion where we're all assisting each other. I definitely encourage you all to, if you're going to tune into news, if you're going to um, try to keep up with what's going on in the world and the places around you, tune in to the things where people are making changes. At least balance what's happening with the uh, the information about people who are standing up and letting go of things that no longer serve them. You know, you may find also that there's a whole lot of what's seemingly dark or negative stuff going on, and what's happening is there is this light shining, and what happens when lower-level energies or, you know, beings, if you turn the lights on, there are certain beings that are going to scatter. 
right, and hide, go run for the dark. And so the same thing happens when a, an entire culture, an entire globe is becoming enlightened. There are some who just can't handle that light. It freaks them out. It rubs them the wrong way, and they snap or they act out or they, you know, try to make things more comfortable for themselves, and they, they maybe do things that create a lower vibration because that's what they're more at home with. And so we want to not only lend energy to that stuff by tuning into it and plugging into that and really sharing energy with those things. If you hear a negative news story, find a positive one before you stop looking at the news. Find something inspirational to look at. <clears throat> at least leave <clears throat> excuse me, at least leave that energy in a state of moving forward so that you don't look at the world as if everything is just going to hell in a handbasket and that's it and that's we're doomed and whatever. You don't want to get into that, you know. So as we go through this regular third dimensional world, it's our choice what we leave our energy, what note we leave our energy on with each individual interaction. When I was moving to Sedona, um, I encountered a lady who was like one of the old school psychics, and they really don't like new people moving here and taking their business. There's a there's a whole subculture kind of of people who have been here and they feel like Sedona is their town, and they're kind of the old fashioned psychics that um, that do things very differently. And that's that's fine. It served its place, and now things are shifting, but they're not liking the shift. And so when she found out that I was moving into town, she really accosted me in a coffee shop, a local coffee shop. And she's yelling at me about how I need to get the hell out of town. It's not big enough for all these psychics and we just need to go away. And, you know, really, really just yelling. For 20 minutes, this lady's yelling at me. And uh, every time that she seemed as if she was finished, I mean, I would try to turn the energy so it was more positive and she was having none of it. She just That just made her angrier. And so before we left, you know, I said, well, I hope you have a nice day. And I meant it. You know, I wanted to leave. I was shaking from all the negative energy. I was shaking from the anger and just the, wow, vile energy that was happening there. And because I didn't want to leave on that note, I would say, you know, I, you know I'm sorry you feel that way and I hope you have a nice day. And she'd just get enraged because I was putting back positive energy to her and she didn't want that. And so she'd spit it back in my face with more yelling. But it was my choice how I wanted to leave the energy. So as I walked away, I just said to myself and to her angels and her energy, I hope that you can find peace. I didn't say it to her because it just riled her up more. I said it to myself, I said it to her angels, and I said it to her energy in a loving manner. I hope you can find peace. And so though she left the energy of the situation in a very riled up manner, and she probably stayed angry for hours after that, I was able to get out to the car and go, okay, but I left it on the note of, we're just going to know that there's peace. You know, and so within... 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it took me 15 or 20 minutes to get out of it because she was really like just really blowing negative energy at me. But it's that state of this enlightenment that's happening really does have certain people very riled up because they don't want to let go of the old ways. And so as you find that you're running into things or you're seeing things that you think, well, how can there be this state of enlightenment if these things are happening, if these, you know, news stories and and people doing things that you just think are horrible and people acting up at work or acting up in your personal life and how can this be mass enlightenment? Well, those are all also signs of mass enlightenment because it's creating a stir and they're having to really deal with things that they never had to deal with before. And so this is a process of massive enlightenment. So we want to, uh, as light workers, as people who are on the pathway seeking light, it's really good, I won't say we want to because it's whatever you want is what you want, but it's good for us to uh, understand and realize that as light begins to shine brighter, some people embrace it, some people repel against it. And most people will come around to it. And so we just want to align ourselves with the people who are enjoying it. You know, it is a 
magnificent ride that we are on right now. Prophets from thousands of years ago spoke about this time, and we're here living it. We should totally embrace it and just be a part of it and enjoy it and allow this enlightenment to take place. So letting go of old concepts, letting go of the third-dimensional reality and understanding that things are shifting and figuring out how to walk that line is part of the game that we're here to play. And it's fabulous. So we are going to do a quick meditation because we're down to about five minutes. As long as you're not driving or something, I'd like you to just sit back and relax and take some nice deep breaths. And and I know we kind of have the energy amped up a little bit. and So we just want to relax some nice deep breaths in and out and relaxing our body, relaxing that light within us and oh, just being present in the moment. Feeling that energy that is around us, allowing our angels to come in close and be with us. And we feel that beautiful bright light that's within us, shining bright, clearly, full of compassion and harmony and bliss. And we feel this energy moving all the way up to the heavens, to the light of creation, far beyond our concepts. And we feel it moving down into the core of Mother Earth, just allowing us to be conduits of this beautiful energy between the purity of Mother Earth and the power of her and the light of creation and the power of this just moving up and down through us, reminding us that this is the energy we are of. Creation and Earth at this point is what we have chosen for this ride and just allowing ourselves to feel at home within this energy, allowing it to move throughout our body. Oh, deep breaths to your best friend. Allowing this energy to move around you about three feet out and just see it swirling very gently in a clockwise motion, moving up and down. And just see this beautiful light expand throughout your environment, to the places that you'll go throughout the day and throughout the week. Allow this beautiful harmony, bliss, and clarity to move around the world and just begin aligning that energy with the energy of enlightenment, of forward motion, of joy, harmony, bliss. Allow yourselves to move into the energy vibrations that you would like to embrace, that you would like to be a part of, And you can find these beautiful vibrations moving all around the earth. You can join with what's happening, the energy of what's happening anywhere in the world and gain momentum from that. You can align with what's happening in Egypt or in the different areas and align with the levels of energy that you enjoy from that, the forward motion, the no fear. And we share our love, our gratitude, our bliss, with all of the different things happening in the world and just lending energy to this massive enlightenment that's happening and knowing that the greatest and best is able to move forward if that's what the people so choose. We feel the beautiful energy of the angelic realm coming in around earth. We see the beautiful lights of the angels moving in all around us. And we just see their energy as well being lent to Mother Earth, to the people, plants, animals, creatures, all aspects of the Earth. Just embracing that angelic energy and allowing it to assist us with the highest good for all concerned, including ourselves. And leaving that beautiful energy out there, we bring our awareness now back to the space that we're in back to our own little energetic bubble, and we feel this beauty of the angelic energy coming with us. And we bring our attention now into our heart chakra and loving and embracing this beautiful energy that we bring with us and allow this to move throughout our entire body. And we say thank you to creation and thank you to Mother Earth and thank you to the angels and thank you to ourselves. We take a nice deep breath, relax, come back and open our eyes. All right, we are just about finished. You can find me at mysticaltruth.com, sacredlightofsedona.com, and 12weekcoaching.com. And uh, 
I do want to also just thank you guys for being here and for listening, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Have a fabulous day, and remember to take that angelic energy with you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.